What's good, everybody, and welcome to Moments with the Mobleys. I am your man, Johnny Mobley Jr. And I'm his wife, Deidre Mobley. And we something like an ordinary couple. With extraordinary purpose. Greetings, salutations, accolades, and blessings. Greetings, salutations, accolades, and blessings. Hey. I'm all right. You all right? All right. Then now be satisfied. Something you actually, I actually talked to him. Um, had a session with a husband last night. Mm-hmm. Talked about it. Oh, that's even better. That's even better. High quality silk. Then now be satisfied with you. Let me tell y'all what she's looking at. Mm-hmm. You want me to tell you? You want me to tell you what it is? Flowers. You want me to explain that? Mm-hmm. You want me to tell you what it is? Mm-hmm. You said you said we was gonna do that after you finish. And I will. I was just looking at it. My daughter needs help with some flowers for the I wedding. My gonna... my my opinion. I thought she was gonna tell me off. I wasn't gonna tell you off. I don't ever tell you off, Johnny. Don't let the people think that I'm just a reckless wife. Telling me off ain't being reckless. It's being disrespectful. It's sharing your feelings. But I don't tell you off. I know how to share my feelings with you without per se telling you off. <laughs> <laughs> hey. You're going to slap me and then you're going to talk about something. Right. Hey. Hey, Mo. How you doing, baby? I'm fine. That's good. You're so beautiful. Listen, me and my wife sometimes have conversations, and I don't, I don't be understanding. She says every now and then she have a conversation, but she be trying to talk to me while I'm while I'm sleepy, right. and she be asking me stuff, and I be answering, giving her answers that to uh, a question she ain't never asked. Mm-hmm. But she do that to me while she wake. You want to give an example? I ain't got one. I want you to tell the truth and shame the devil. I ain't got one. Oh, okay. I ain't telling the truth. You all right? I ain't telling the truth. You're a little bit truthful when you're sleepy. Well, hopefully. And you're honest. Hopefully, I'm honest all the time. I I just Uh, find the right words to use. Blatantly truthful. Yeah, I ain't got no. It ain't no. It ain't no cold. The other night I said, babe, um, I was rubbing your arm, I think, and you know, you're. Head and and I said, I did I say something about I really I said I really I really I want you or I really want you or something I said to you. You said okay, have a good night. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember that. I don't even remember that. Uh, I don't even remember that. Yeah, you said it. I said oh, okay then. Well, good night. And I moved over onto my side and built my fort. And you wonder why I got a fort. This joker. Why do I have a fort? You block. You because you tell me to go over and have a good night. I, I ain't see. See how she asked stuff? She just said, I said, have a good night. Now she said, yeah. I said, go over and have, have a, good a good night. night. Same, go over, have a good night. Have a good night, same thing. That's a different. See, that's the perspective. <laughs> when you got something already in your mind and you get the words and then your mind help you change it mm-hmm. and then you say what you heard and not what was actually said. 
Well, at the end of the day, the the directive was the same. And your have opinion. a good night. You didn't say, "Well, I want you too, baby." She said, "Okay, have a good night." <laughs> I don't even remember it. That is equivalent to go over on your side and go to sleep, Joker. I don't Joker. even remember that. But she always try to have deep conversations with me when I'm sleeping. I know what you want, man. Babe. You know, this sleep be hard to get sometimes. And when I get it, I try to get all the way in there. I know. I know you do. Say that last part again? No. Nope. <laughs> you, so you had a chance. You ain't saying so nothing. listen, y'all. Uh, I did something today. Um, it may not be a lot to other people, but it's a lot to me. I started back my exercising outside of the house. Um. And so I'm excited about it. I'm gonna try to be consistent. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, y'all. Uh, sorry, y'all. What face he made? What face he oh, made? I missed it. Oh, you just just talking about it. We joking. We joking. We just joking. We just plus joking with Jameson. Uh, um, and so um, I did. I have been having some issues with my knees, with my legs, y'all. With her and, body. Yeah, in general. But I, with the motivation um, and the support, little push push from uh, not only my husband, but my daughter, um, I put my tennis shoes on this morning. Got up and I went and did it. I posted it as well. Um, and so yeah, that that is it. And I'm excited. I called my husband on Google Meet to show him that I was actually outside walking. And he said, Okay, um, all right, I'll call you back. You didn't. I'm lying. Now see that part I am lying on. You said, that's good. You said, baby, you called me to show me that you was walking. I said, Yeah, I wanted you to see it. And so you said, Okay, well, good job. Okay, very good. He said, I said, well, you sound like you're busy. He said, I am. I said, well, go ahead. We'll talk later. But you being the wonderful and beautiful and supportive husband that you are, you called me back later and you said, baby, did I tell you that I was proud of you? Yeah. And I said, no, because I think you were involved in some things. And so you told me that you were proud of me. And so that means a lot. So thank you. I am. And I think. I pray that you getting back active like that is gonna soothe and begin a a process healing of the stuff in your body, so I can push your leg back up while she exercises. Y'all nasty. You know when she lay down and she do the little the verse crunches. See y'all, y'all nasty. Well, they really can't comment. Cause this is not a live recording. Yeah, so well, I know what they think. They will know you nasty because we didn't say nothing about it. When I said push her leg back, you know it. What you were thinking? Exactly. Okay, so listen, guys. Um, Jay, what you was thinking when I said? <laughs> Nobody was thinking. You didn't even have to ask what he was thinking. So, baby, baby. Yes. Is there such thing as I need space in a relationship or a marriage? What does that look like? And 
That's what we talking about today, y'all. I need space. Y'all ever heard y'all spouse say that? Y'all husband or y'all wife say that? Have you? How did you handle it? How did you take it? How did it make you feel? I don't. I don't think. Did you feel so, abandoned? Because I think there are different meanings when we when we get and we're gonna you know dive just a little bit deep, just deep, just a little deep, just tip and come back out uh, into this uh, subject. Um, I think the verbiage need to be changed. When you married, saying that you need space, mm-hmm. it automatically equivalates with you need space, like time away from us, right? Like outside the house, right. and you need to go somewhere on like on a vacation or something. When I have moments. Well, let's go I back need. to okay, so not not to interrupt you, mm-hmm. but let's preface it with this because I need space, uh, or he needs space. <laughs> that was somebody else saying it for him. So let's preface it with because of course I want to we 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 want to share. I'd like for us to share what that looks like now for us. Like you said, what the verbiage means. What the verbiage means. Uh, maybe a way to explain it better, but how this phrase was introduced into our marriage was one of the times that Johnny left. I think it may have been the last time that you left. And I called uh, your parents' house looking for you, and your daddy told me that you was over there, but you you was tired and you needed some, you needed some space. So then I started laughing when I got when I. I <laughs> I was reading the topic. I started laughing. So, you want to share about that? About that time? Uh-huh. That moment? Yeah. I think it's going to help somebody. Well, it, it, was, it wasn't a lie. I just, I, I would probably say now that I need a moment. So, and we have, we've cleaned up a lot of the stuff. So, it's not them, it's not the issues that it was before. So, you know, back in the day, mm-hmm. you know, I always wanted a clean house, pine saw, all that good stuff. But then I'd put it in a place to where I said, well, just clean the parts that you know I go in. And, you know, so, and and when I explained it. it wasn't it, just about the house, though. It wasn't. It, was, it, was, it wasn't just about the house. It was about a lot of stuff. And me and me. And one of my clients last night, we was talking, and I think he's in the place that I was back then. He said, I, he said, I'm always being pulled on. And it's like nobody genuinely asks, asks me if I'm good, if I need anything or anything like that. He said, you know, when he's at work, people are asking him for stuff. You know, when he come home, people asking him for stuff all the time. So it's like he's never had a time to just sit down and take a deep breath. And what I told him was, you know, let them know you need two days out the week. That way you need about 45 minutes to an hour, a moment to decompress. Everybody needs that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what that was then. Right. Um, what I used to do was leave work and then go drinking and then go home. And then I was just numb. So when I was asked questions or stuff to do, I would just say yes to everything until I fell asleep or whatever the case is. And that wasn't a way to fix it. But um, it I think it is necessary. Uh-huh. I wouldn't say need space because that 
cognitively gets you thinking that whenever you hear I need space, you always think, so you need to be a, you, it's, it's literally, you need to be a part away from me, away from the house, you know, for um amount of time. Uh-huh. And that's, that might not be what it is. Some might be that, but most of them might not be what it is. So I, I changed mine to, babe, I need a, to, to decompress. Let me, give me a minute, you know? And most of the time when I tell her that she, she pulls back and she let me take my minute to do whatever for 45 minutes to an hour, whatever the case is. And then once that happens, then I get back into interacting with my family and stuff like that. But everybody, everybody needs that. I wouldn't say take that moment away from the house. Um, as long as there's an understanding in your home to do that, then I think that's very healthy. That's very healthy. Cause you don't, you never know something might happen at work that just upset you. You, you probably, you know, might be tired and your patience is real short right now. And you know, you might say something to your wife or to your kids that wasn't for them. But you respond from a place with the right verbiage for what's going on in your family. But the aggressiveness is coming from a different place that was already at your job or whatever the case is that you didn't get a chance to vent. So I think it's I think it's healthy. I think it's healthy. Now when she talk what she talking about, I had left and I went to my mom and daddy house and then I just needed a minute. And then my daddy being my dude that he is. Your daddy being your daddy. He he said he used different verbiage. So when he used a different verbiage, uh, Mrs. Deidre Mobley Jr. was not happy about that. Because in her mind, she said, but I need, a, I need some space, too. I need a break, too. Well, he need a break from. I think what my verbiage was was how do you what how do you take a break from your family? Um and, and and I would say this if how can I put this nicely? If you feel like you need to take a break from your family, then the break ain't what you need. It's probably commerce communication. Yeah, because there's obviously something that's going on. Because if you, if your family get on your nerve, and I, let me let me be clear, I'm not saying that my family doesn't get on my nerve every now and then. Everybody get on somebody's nerve at some point, some point in time. time. Yep. The difference is at 51 and 37, 38 years together is I say it to her, it but she understands when I say it. Now she do she do come back with something sharp when I say it. Always. I don't understand what you mean by that. But she'll say, "I give you a little, sp- I give you your little space. Just talk to me when you're ready. I'll be downstairs. Talk to me when you're ready. Now I'll you be know. over here." That's yeah. what I. That's what I. That's what I equivalented from when you tell me. You might not use that verbiage, that's but that's not, what I hear. No, you, you really. Need- you That's what stop. you said earlier. You well, I can't say it. You need to stop. I don't say that to you. 
what the difference is, and let me say it hasn't always been like this because I'm we're so in sync that I know when you need time to decompress. I know when you got a lot on your mind and you need to drive it out. Yeah. Um, you know, instead of him needing to literally get in his vehicle and drive it out, like literally drive somewhere, because I think there was a time that you did that as well. Yeah. Um, he actually now needs he I know when he is when he goes to to play his his game, his driving game, or when he will go um to the throne, um, that's the toilet, uh, he'll go in there and he'll um he'll either find he'll be looking at stuff on um TikTok, he'll be looking at the motivational stuff on YouTube. Um sometimes it's um music videos or dance videos. That's a that's a pastime of his. Um, but I know when you need that time, so I don't make a fuss. Now, that wasn't my testimony before, but again, now we're so in sync that I know when you need that time. And sometimes if, if his game is in our um, sitting area, and so, you know, what normally happens if we are together and he breaks away from me, I know, you know, he was like, he'll be like, well, I'll, you'll be like, I'm talking about you like you're not here. You'll be like, um, babe, I'm going I'm to, you know, go drive for a minute. And I'll be like, okay. And so automatically that what that um, says to me is that you got a lot going on in your head. You, you need the time to decompress um, to, to just kind of puts, as you say, there, there are times that you just don't want all that stuff running around in your head and you yeah. kind of need to, to settle it. And so you'll go driving. So I know that. So if I'm upstairs with you, I'll lay in the bed and then just watch the other TV. Right. Um, and you'll put your headphones on and you'll play your game. And I'm okay with that. Was there a time when, you know, or I know that if you grab your glasses and your phone, that you're going in the bathroom and you'll be like, okay, babe, I'm going in the bathroom. I'll be like, okay, well, I'll see you in about four hours. And then you'll be like, I'm not going to be in there for that long. So normally it's like three hours and 59 it's minutes. Not. But um, it's not. did nobody ask you for your opinion, Jameson? It's um, That's what it so feels no, like. Normally it could be an hour. It could be an hour <laughs> and a half. Um, no, yeah. for him, it's it's never that quick. Uh, that would it feel so like to her. About 40, it's about an hour, hour and a half for him. Um, but I'm okay with that. Now, when we first... And this can resonate probably with some people who are newly married. Hopefully, if this is what you were going through, you graduated from that. Um, if you have been, if you got married early, you know, younger, and your, you know, your relationship has matured. Back then, what I took that as him not wanting or him wanting to spend time away from us, him wanting to, even Amir, when the guys came down and y'all spent the day on the golf range. And yeah, that you, just happened and, last year, right? You know what I'm saying? I'm not not because it couldn't have happened. No, that's, but that's yeah. Y'all, you know, everybody's schedule was good for y'all to do it. Yeah. And so, what that did, we were away from each other. He was, I actually was, I was actually at one of the girls' house because they, one of our daughters had just had a baby, and so the guys came down and they spent that Saturday on the on the the at the golf course literally all day. Um, I had just come come back home, so I literally slept, you know, and relaxed all day. And then they came home that night, 
And I think I may have come downstairs to get something to eat. Yeah. And we came right back upstairs because he was chilling, you know, with his with his dudes. And for me, that was okay. But I wasn't always that way when we when we were married in the beginning, earlier stages of the marriage. I thought that any time that he didn't want to be with me, that something was going on, something was wrong. Especially if if I were to hear, um, just can I get a, you know, I need a moment. Can I get a minute? Um, you know, I just, I need some time. I really took that to heart and I didn't know how to deal with that. But what I found was there are times when I just want to be chilling. And if it's on social media, if it's listening to worship music, if it, I might, you know, be enthralled in, in reading something that I really want to finish reading or a movie that I want to finish watching, and he, you give me that space. You give me that time to do whatever it is that I need to do. Yeah. But bef- and and it's actually healthy because literally, think about it. You get no time to be by yourself. Again, this is a mature Deidre. When I wasn't as mature, I wanted it. You know, I felt like he needed. If you weren't at work, I felt like you needed to be doing stuff with us, interacting with us, for you to want to come home and decompress. It, it wasn't because I was being selfish or inconsiderate about it. I just didn't understand it. Yeah. And there was a difference there. Um, and so I was reading after I came up, after um, me and my son of love, I was asking him some questions. And uh, this was a topic that he posed. And again, Johnny said this was a topic that he spoke to his um client last night um and it talks about this i I found this article on verywellmind.com and it was talking about that um you can bat there's it's okay to balance time and you know time with each other time away from each other if that's what you're doing if i you know if i'm doing something uh with the girls or doing something else if johnny's gonna go out and do something with the guys um then i'm okay with that we're wired a little differently. We, uh, and not that we're the only ones, but we enjoy spending time with one another because Johnny, I'm home now. He's working from the office. Um, if there's, you know, on the weekend, that is our chill time. And so we enjoy being around one another. But again, I had to mature into knowing and to knowing what, what, different things that he, his, 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 um, what do you call it? Your posture, your demeanor, what that was saying. Sometimes I can tell you, or I can know that, that there you're dealing with a lot or there's a lot going on or that you're in a, you know, a freer space or whatever that looks like just because we've been together for so long. Yeah. Let me add this. Holly, Holly suggests that, when you have these times, especially if you're married, um, that it be in a place in your home. Um, some people, some men call, they have a man cave. Um, some women have women caves. Um, she shares. Yeah, whatever the case is. Um, have a library in your house or something like that. Some place where you can have that time. Um, if you do do that with friends, then I would say 
um, highly suggest that the friends that you do that with are all are married. And the reason I say that is we've talked about this before. Married people think different than single people. Um, I, w- I wouldn't suggest that you leave and go off by yourself. Some Some marriages and couples have that where they can do it. Um, they can go off and, you know, the husband can go get dinner and just sit down and relax at a sports bar or something like that and, you know, watch watch a game or something like that, interact with some other people that there. Um, same thing for the women. Um, I don't – we don't highly recommend that, um, but it is done. We know it is done. I would say have some place in your home that which you can do it. If you got a lot of little kids, um, like my client, me and him talked last night, and you know, even with you know him having little kids, make a lot of noise running around, and he can hear them. I told him just get that place to where you can have that time. Everybody knows that all the house is free range except this over here. Daddy and they, he got an hour. Give him that, and then we'll holler at him after that. Oh, he, we haul at him when you come out. Yeah. So sometimes you just that's, you just that, need that's, that. That's just about communicating that. Yeah. And kind of creating that space or creating that, you know, time or that boundary in that in that moment. Yeah. To say, give dad a moment, and let him, you know, yeah. Get get his bearings, or you know, he got some things he gotta, you know, work work through, or just his time to to, to work on some things for himself. It says. um, when your partner announces that they need space, it can set off alarm bells, but it doesn't mean, have to mean that something is wrong. Um, in the article, they talked about reasons your partner might want space, the do's and don'ts, suggestions for how to handle the situation of, or if, if, one, if one of the uh, spouses feel a certain type of way, like I told y'all, that was our experience in the beginning with me. Um, it says when they desire for space signals a problem, Managing opposite needs regarding closeness, space, and all those things. Um, and so some of the things, the suggestions that they gave of why your partner might want space, uh, they said it may, again, it, it may, it very well may not have to do with nothing with the other spouse as far as that spouse not wanting to spend time with them. It gave some reasons like you, you know, you may want to have that male interaction to, to spend time with your, you know, your, your, your dudes and y'all just, you know, talk about life and talk about, um, as you always tell me, iron sharp and iron. And y'all, when y'all get together, y'all can, um, not only play golf, but just talk about life and maybe things that have gone right, things that have gone wrong and just really share with each other as, as brothers, the same way that, you know, um, the women do when they get together with their yeah. girlfriends and stuff like that. So it may be, and that's how that to me. Again, this is the mature Deidre. That's healthy. I want you, I, I, I can appreciate the fact that you get around other dudes who are, you know, highly intelligent guys. They're, um, they're husbands and they are um, intentional about their relationship with their women. You know, yeah. um, they take care of their families and you, y'all get together and y'all talk about, um, you know, may bounce business ideas off of one another or just whatever y'all talk about is, is productive. 
Yeah. It's conducive. Y'all can talk about God and talk about, you know, being, you know, of course, you don't tell me all the things that y'all talk about, but I know that it encourages you in a different way. Yeah. And so I welcome that. I don't want to be the only one. Of course, you know, I'm your personal prophet and all those, your biggest cheerleader, cheerleader and all those things. But I, I um, respect the fact that you have been in your life because there was a time when you didn't have that. Right. And so I appreciate the fact that you do now. Yeah. Yeah. And so I embrace that. Um, it says um, you are able to, uh, this is, was reasons why your partner might want space. It says um, it could be in, di- in different aspects of the relationship. Um, you might just need time to, to, to take a breath, to, to deal with thoughts that you're having, to deal with, um, maybe cause, because in all actuality, we all is just human beings. Sometimes we need a moment to just kind of figure out where we are in life and we might have things going on with us that we may not even understand. So we, it, we, we need to sit down by ourselves and take a moment to kind of work through that. Now, if it becomes like a major issue where you're not ever wanting to spend time with your spouse then y'all need to explore that and see what that looks like. Yeah, and that's why I said um, taking that time in the home, if possible. Um, at one time, after work, every week on Friday, we would go to Applebee's and drink beer. Just me and about three or four different dudes. All of them us. were all of them were married. And truth be told, everybody wasn't happily, happily married. They Solid was going through stuff. Yeah. So, you know, we would use that time to talk about <laughs> the, the wives yeah, and men and the, the difference between the conversations I have now with my with my pillars in my life is that they ask questions. How would you deal with this? This is what I'm dealing with with, you know, my wife. This is what we're going through right now. What's your Give me your intake. Give me your your um input on that. Yeah, your opinion. Tell me what you think versus where it was before. She don't ever do this. She don't ever do that. I'm a trader in. The waitress come up. Oh, shorty look good. This, that, and the other. You know, all us got eyes. You ain't got to say that and then talk to her and then she over there geeky and cackling. We don't need. We don't need none of that. She cackling, baby. She yeah. She like it. She geeky in and. You know, at this point, she probably ain't trying to get with nobody. She's just trying to, okay, y'all getting a little drunk. Oh, y'all here. Let me go ahead and be nice to y'all and flirt so I get a big tip. And that's what usually happens. So, but, I mean, it's, 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 not, it's not productive. It didn't help anything. It, it wasn't solution-minded or nothing. You know, after we had hours of conversation while being intoxicated, um, we just went back home to our same situation with no answers, no solutions, no yeah. nothing. Yeah. So it just it just got bigger every every week. It just got bigger and bigger and bigger. So and then I want to say we started staying out later and later because it was just a and couple later, of hours. And later and later and later. So you know it just it just evolves into something that it doesn't need to be. Whereas you know. You know, with my dudes, we'll go golfing. We'll, we usually do a weekend of it. So we'll go golfing. Everybody's married. You know, when we finish golfing, we come home, take a shower. We prepare to eat or whatever. And, you know, 
while we eating, we chatting. After we eating, you know, we'll find a movie or something to watch. But in between that, everybody FaceTiming with their wife and their kids. And then they talking to them. They laughing with them. They talking to their kids. All that. So that wasn't a part of what happened before. I, I don't before I can honestly say in my mind when I said I needed a moment, I needed space. Like some sometimes and sometimes I felt like I could take about two, three days and just be by myself and then I'll be back. That type of stuff. And it wasn't necessarily because my wife and my kids were bad. We had issues at the time, but that that never changed. We still have issues, but we we handle them way different. So the issues now are we are, we we grab a hold of it together. When we ever we do have issues, we grab hold of it together, and then we both solution minded. We're not blaming each other, which most of the time that's what happened. The reason I'm here and I feel like this is because she did, or the reason I'm here and I'm feeling like I am because he did, or what he didn't do, or whatever the case is. And a lot of that might be true. But where are you putting those statements at? Are you right. giving them to something or someone who can help you figure it out? Or are you just venting and then opening yourself up to whatever? Because when you people don't realize this, when you're venting to someone is when you're the most open, when you're the most vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Because if they're listening and you're talking and you continue to talk and it just keep elevating and elevating and elevating. Now you all the way here talking about details and y'all in your marriage or relationship that, you know, this person probably don't even need to, to, to know. And that go back. Then I go back to my player years, the way I say, so basically you just gave dude the playbook on how to make you happy. And he just gonna say all the right things because you just told him what the issue was with your husband or vice versa. That's how it happens. It's not that nobody has the intention on making these changes or helping you with this stuff. They just know what's bothering you. And now they're telling you the right things. They give you the right words to let you know, well, I'll never do that to you. If I was her, I probably would have did this. Or if I was him, I probably would have moved like this. And it's all the things you want to hear. Now, granted, you ain't got no, like, no um, history, no evidence, or nothing that this person is even capable of doing these things. Mm -hmm. They're just saying it. Right. And just from them saying it makes you feel feel good because you're venting, giving them the playbook. They're coming back with all the right answers, all the right sayings, the words. And then, but they had, you have no results of them actually being a person that can actually do that. And that's the part, you know, that we kind of miss because you just want somebody to hear you and then say the right stuff, but you also want them to do the right stuff too, to help, you know, fill that gap or close the gap. Yeah. Um, Another part of this where it was saying, um, you know, I, I need space or I need time. It's saying that, um, of course, if you all have been in conflict, if y'all have been fussing, arguing, and stuff like that, of course, time warranted apart to cool off. Of course, that's always a good idea. Um, if if uh, you all have been having intense fellowship, as Johnny and I call it, then it is, you know, it is a good time to 
you know, split, go apart. Again, we um, we suggest maybe a different room in the house to kind of get your thoughts together. There are separate areas of the house to get your thoughts together um, and cool off until you can come back together and have a, 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 a level-headed, clear conversation with one another. <clears throat> Excuse me. And one, so... Let me add something right there. Yes. One of the things that we tell our couples is, and, and I want y'all to listen, when you're going to have feelings, emotions arise, not always for the better, stuff will be said. But when you feel what you feel and your emotions help elevate that or push it, there's no law nowhere says you got to speak exactly what you're feeling up. It was in your head right then. Mm -hmm. You can pause, and that's right. what we call it. We call it pause. Just pause, <laughs> take a minute, 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. We, we, all, we always suggest that you come back and talk about it the same day so nothing is forgotten, nothing is pushed up under the rug or anything, but you need to, you know, go to your corners and get your thoughts together so whatever y'all talk about it to be clarity in what you're saying and not a bunch of gibberish, right? not a bunch of your feelings because your feelings go come and they go go. And like we told y'all before, your emotions are loyal to what? Your feelings. And that's it. So are you feeling good, bad, nasty, different, whatever the case is, your emotions heighten that. That's the drilling in for you to push to go higher than whatever that is you're doing. Yeah. So that's what your emotions are loyal to. Yeah. And it says having space can help you both regulate your emotions. Yeah. Basically what Johnny was just talking about. Um, it also talks about that researchers found that individuals benefit positively when they actively choose time alone. And it's used for the regulation of emotions. And this is not so much talking about after you've fought or, you know, intense fellowship, arguing, all that stuff. But just in general, it helps, you know, people... Um, that it that it benefits us positively when we um, use it for regulation of emotions, self-reflection, relaxation, or creative pursuits. Yeah. And it says evidence is also showed that people have reduced stress and increased relaxation during these alone periods. That could explain why, why during relationship a person might need that space to just have time to think. Another one of my... Um, times for myself is my shower times. I have extended shower times. At times, I do. Not every time, but at times, especially when I need to um, pray, talk to God. Um, the acoustics in my shower in the bathroom are amazing. And so that's my worship time, prayer time, and just conversation with God. Um, it helps me. It helps bring clarity. It helps me to hear him. Um, better it helps me to focus and all that good stuff and so um you want to encourage that time to um for your spouse uh nine nine times out of ten johnny will tell me he'll tell me like you know he'll say well you know during my worship time or during this time um this is what the lord gave me or this this is a revelation that i had or this i was listening to um this and it helped me with this, that, or the other. But if I'm always trying to occupy his time and always trying to, even though I would really, you know, get in his skin if I could, I realized that um, I need to. 
And it's good for him to have some time for himself as well as me to have time for myself as well, too. Um, it says how to handle your partner's need for space. Ask yourself, could there be a, like a logical cause um, for them wanting to have space? And all the things that I named are very good reasons. Yeah. Why? You know, um, it's so and it's OK. He doesn't you don't because one of the things was saying it's OK to um, if you don't know. And this is what I maybe I should have done earlier in the marriage to ask you like. When you said that, like, are you okay? You know, are we okay? Yeah. Um, do you know? Do you do you need to you know talk to me about anything? You know, how can I serve you better? Well, I didn't know that verbiage, of course, when we were newly married. But are you okay? You know, is your mental okay? Is there anything that I can do to help with? Yeah. Instead of that, I always jump to the defense in a defensive uh, posture or. Like, well, he must, it must, it must be something wrong. You know, I must've done something or he must be, he just, you know, being, he angry with me or just whatever. That, that was my or initial the reason, conversation. The reason for me asking for that time had to do with you. Right. So these times can be positive. If, if your husband or your wife says they need a moment, then give them that. They might have something that they, Excuse me. you know, they got on their heart that they might want to try to jot down and, See where it might go, a business venture, or you know, just like Dieter said, or just write some some stuff down, or you know, talk to God, or don't do nothing, or you know, play a game on their phone without interruptions, and you know, play a game on their video game without interruptions. Whatever that looks like, you know, allow that to happen. Right. And believe it or not, it I mean, it'll bring clarity. It'll it'll bring some of the I can't think of a word. It'll it'll bring it'll settle you. Yeah. It'll it'll settle you a lot different. It's tough for you to go from thing after thing after thing on a daily basis without breathing. Yeah. Without breathing yeah. That's at different levels that pull on you every day, all day. Home, work, you know, wherever, you know, volunteer, wherever you to pull on you all day. If you don't never get that time to just <sighs> give me a minute to breathe. Yeah. Just give me give me a minute to breathe. Give me a second. Let me shut my eyes for a minute. Let me just sit here. And I ain't gotta do nothing. Just just let me let me do this. Let me just sit here. That's it. Just let me sit here. It's time to where my moments is, you know, coming downstairs. Finding a movie on the TV, turning the round, round sound on, and just watching two movies. And then I'm good. I'm good. My wife don't like how loud I have it, but most of the time she'll be upstairs. She'll be watching what she watching, and I'll be downstairs watching nine times out of ten some kind of action movie or something. Sci-fi. Oh, yeah, sci-fi or, or Marvel superhero something, something. Something in that era. But um, it's not when you hear, give me a minute or take a break, and if you automatically feel like they don't want you or what did you do, then you need to check yourself. There's something in you that you need to work on. Yeah. Or it's a conversation that you need to have, just like Dieter said, ask, you can ask questions. Yeah. Ask questions. Instead of making up these scenarios in your mind yeah. and 
and you know don't badger your spouse well why you don't want to spend time with me why you what you mean you you need a, a minute or you need you've to been take gone for 14 hours you need to take some time or just whatever this is what i used to hear you've been I've, you've been gone for 14 hours i've been here with these d kids all day and now i need some adult conversation and now you ain't got time for me he said i ain't got time for you i said just give me a minute that's all i said just give me a minute Take all the time you want. That's fine. You don't want me. That's fine. That's not what that means. But we're so much better now. We are. We're so much better. We're better together. Yeah. Always and fair. And she keeps saying stuff like, in my skin, I'm, I'm hot. <laughs> um, everything is, is, everything can be. You you have to get to a point to where you're mature enough to sit down and have the conversation of like I said it's so I think it's okay to ask your spouse and like I said some of the things that I wish that I was equipped with earlier on but you know it is what it is to ask you know babe are you okay you know is there something that I can do I can help you know help with and if they tell you no then just give them that moment to get their thought thoughts together get their emotions together get everything together. I, I'm a better person if I know that I need to take a moment to process how I'm feeling, to really um, like really sit in, in my feelings or deal with my emotions or figure out what's going on. And if there comes a point in time to where, you know, I'm at a battle with that, then I always, I can always say to you, Babe, I need your ear. Babe, I need your lap. I need, yeah. I need, I don't, I need you to help me <laughs> figure this one out. And you're most accommodating. You, you mainly will take that time. And if there's some things that you've been dealing with, I still sometimes have to say, hey, what's that? And sometimes you, you know, you'll say, hey, can we, you know, um, I need to talk. And I'll be like, oh, okay. But a lot of the times I'll be like, Hey, what's that? And then most and then of the you time, share it. most of the time, my talking is so the way we do it is different. Deidre will come ask me questions and wait for an answer. I talk like very transparently, and then it's almost like I talk about the situation. Then I kind of answer it myself, and then I kind of go through stuff. So it's like I figure, I kind of figure it out but she's my sounding board and then she she will always say well babe consider this i was like yep that's the answer i was looking for so sometimes i still gotta move out of my way because i ask i'll talk but then i'll be like well i probably can do this or i probably can i might can do this but what if i did this and then she'll be like she'd be silly because she'd be like what you raising your hand for ain't nothing but me and you in here Consider this. That I was just saying, consider this. And then she'll say something and it'd be dead on most of the time. And I'd be like, yep. And then I don't know if I, after she done did that twice, then I kind of start asking questions and letting her give me because she, she be kind of a sniper at that time. So I'm like, yeah, let me just stop doing all this talking and let me say some stuff and let her give it back to me. So you got to figure that out. Allow your spouse to be who they are. Yeah, the growth. That's, and, that's it. And if you want to, 
if you're asking the question of how do I mature to get to this place, maturity comes with patience and listening and then communicating. Patience, listening, and communication. Most of the time, you, can, you guys can figure stuff out if you listen to your spouse, exactly what they're saying, uh-huh. have patience with it, give yourself, do the pause, construct a, a, a productive question or a statement that will be clear enough to get you an answer back, a clear answer, and then work through it. Most people when they hear words that trigger them, then they just go go to 10. Now you finna get all these feelings with these emotions and then you pull the other person in and then both of now y'all arguing about a whole bunch of stuff going all the way to the left. Y'all done said a whole bunch of stuff that y'all don't mean, you know, but you're trying to one-up each other. You're trying to, you know, you punch me in my face, I'm gonna punch you back type deal. And it just, it's not productive at all. Right. And it just yeah. plants different seeds in your head to make you think, especially if your if your spouse is still trying to grow in themselves and be self confident. So it just plants seeds of, well, they think I'm this because that's what they called me. They think I'm that, and that's what they said. And I know you told me the truth about how you feel, and you know you don't like the way my breath smell, and you know you talking about behind my earlobe stink, and you ain't never heard no woman like that. Yeah, it's just a whole lot of stuff that they ain't said. But, you know, the Bible says, what the Bible say, child, about the words? Life and death, <laughs> life and death is in the power of the tongue. So <laughs> there's literally. Like the Bible said a lot, baby. Yeah, so there's literally, yeah, I believe. The power of the, the tongue is power. Yeah, so I believe mm-hmm. in psychology, I believe. That words can hurt you way worse than a bullet, than a knife, than anything. The difference between that is if somebody cuts you or stab you, you know exactly what it is, where it came from. You know, if you need to get stitches, you know all that stuff. When people say words, it, it penetrates your mind and then it plants a seed in your head that can literally change your perspective of how you see stuff and see yourself. And then that takes a little something different to try to, to try to heal that or try to move that or try to get there. It just takes something different. So the words do hurt a lot more. They go a lot deeper and they hurt a lot more. Now I'm not saying stab your husband or your your wife instead of saying what you got to say. That's not what I'm saying. But I am saying use your words. Use your words. Be mindful of the words that you use. Um, me and my wife can say just about anything to each other and still honor each other and still be respectful. Period. It took us a while to get there, but we did. Absolutely. And the one thing that we can say about each other, I allow my wife to be unequivocally, 100% who she is. There's no be who you are in the totality, as you evolve, and in the moments. Those are the three things. In totality of who you are at the time, 
as you grow, things change. And in the moment, those moments to where emotions and uh, be, be all that, be all that. And I'm understanding, I'm in a place of understanding to know what is what. So, yeah, sometimes we do say a little hurtful things to each other, but we know each other's heart and I know what is what. So if she says something to me that stings in a conversation that we're having, a tense conversation, I don't say what well, you said, such and such and such. And then I don't say that I, I go through all that. I pull out, I go through the weeds. I find the, the, the stuff that I'm looking for. And then I comment on that. And that's the same thing my wife do. Now, like I said, it took a while. It took a long time for us to get here, but we here now. We started from the bottom. Now we here. Now we here. So. Started from the bottom. Now we here. Hopefully this helped you, you yeah, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Um, for all things Mobley, www.momentswiththemobleys.com. And on Twitter, Mobley Moments. Very good. Uh, any questions no any questions that you might have um anything you might want to communicate with us anything that will be at info at moments with the you did real good tonight i am your man this has been moments with the mobiles i am your man johnny mobley jr and i'm his wife teacher and we still like an ordinary couple Something like ordinary cup. With extraordinary purpose. I should get this right because I've been doing it for three, four years now. Peace out, y'all. Night, night. Don't judge me. I ain't perfect.